0: Amen Isaiah chapter 38 verses 1 through 5 it says in those days was Hezekiah sick unto death and Isaiah the prophet the son of Amos came unto him and said unto him thus say the Lord set thine house in order for thou shalt die and not live Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall Uh and prayed unto the Lord Uh Uh and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah saying, go and say to Hezekiah, thus say the Lord, the God of David thy father. I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thy days 15 years. How about that? Precious Lord, we know you are a prayer healer. Here, I know you still bless and you still heal and you still save lost souls. Father God, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray in a way that gives you not only glory and honor, but moves you. That will change your mind about some things. Praying away, Father God, that you will see our tears. Yes. Yes. The tears we have for those that we love that are lost, those that we love that are serving the enemy, those that we love who are struggling, yes, Lord. Yes. who are sick, yes. Yes. who are filled with mm-hmm. sin and debauchery. Father, we ask that you be with us. Hear our prayers. See our tears. And for some of us, Father God, let us start now to set our own houses in order. Father, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 How about that? What a week! What a week! What a week! You know, a week for me, when I say a week, what a week for me, working in hospice is just, it's just every day, every, every day, every day I get calls. Every day I'm visiting folks. Every day I'm praying with folks and and, and, and trying to reach folks for the Lord. Here's, here's a week we had and I just thought about it. Listening to the news and listening to the news and the social media and and we all heard. I, I, there's no way nobody in here. There's no way nobody in here has not heard about the Buffalo Bills player who had a cardiac arrest on the football field. Nobody, everybody's heard that. Okay. And all the prayers went out. All the, I mean, I mean, folks in the sports bars. I mean, folks in the casinos that were watching the game, playing in numbers, and folks that was getting high watching the game, I mean, folks start praying. And then I get some calls, and I get some people that know me as a pastor online, and they say, are, are, are God hearing those prayers? Are those biblical prayers? Listen, God hear everything. Okay, God, I, I think somewhere in the Bible says God knows the intentions of the heart. Hmm. Most of what people do anymore, and this is church folks too, and they'll, they'll say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for you. And, and really what they mean is I, I have good thoughts about your situation or I'm thinking about your situation, okay? Go, prayer deep. Mm-hmm. Prayer, prayer serious business, yes, yes. all right? Yes. Prayer hard work. Now y'all sit here and see Deacon Jeremy and, and, and Sylvia and Jake get up here and, and pray. They, they, they ain't playing, Amen. okay? That, I, I hope they're not playing, Amen. all right? This serious business. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, some of us in here may not ever come up here and pray publicly. I, I, I would hope that we would we would. I, re, I remember the, the time where we had the one young lady come up here and we, we was she come up here and prayed. What was her name? Uh Caitlin came up here and prayed at the time. And just she couldn't stop crying. She cried all the way through it. Okay? Now what I'm what I'm saying is it's nothing to play with. Amen. Serious business. And if it's nothing to play with, and if it's serious business, ought we all to know how to do it? Ought we all to know how to do it? we? And again, it ain't it ain't about getting up here because Jesus said when you pray, mm-hmm. go into your prayer closet. Mm-hmm. Now your prayer closet could be you sitting in your, in your driveway, in your car, five minutes, ten minutes before you go in the house. Done that a couple of times, haven't we? Jake, you been there before? You know you're getting ready to go in there. I've sat in the car plenty of times and just prayed. Finish listening to a song. Finish listening to a sermon. Okay? Good stuff. I want us to be prayer warriors. Amen. I I, I, hear, I heard someone praying this morning. I think it was Sylvia praying for our family and our loved ones and our people that we work with. We, I mean, that ought to be the desire of all of our hearts. We want everybody that we come into contact to know the Lord better because of us. Okay? Remember I told y'all this morning for some of y'all wasn't in Sunday school. There's a country western song I listened to. I love this song. <laughs> I gotta do it again just because Jake didn't hear me sing it. It says... You can be a beacon if your light don't shine. I like that. Ain't that good? Google that, Jackie, when you get home. Play it. It is a wonderful song. You can be a beacon if your light don't shine. Y'all starting to like it, ain't you? Glad you say you want me to say it one more time. You can't be a beacon if your light don't shine. Honestly, we gotta shine. Amen, amen. We gotta shine. I was I was walking through the nursing home. Listen, i just walking through the nursing home, and one of the one of the orderlies, one of the hospital age caregivers, you know, and, and and she usually bubbly, usually talking, working on the memory unit, and I seen her, and I say, "What's wrong? You, you, you what's wrong?" And she says, "And she can't be but 19." She says. I'm working so much. I'm so tired. And I said, can I pray for you? She said, please. And I just prayed that God would give her strength, that God would give her supervisors understanding. And folks are being overworked. In those those type of situations, people are being overworked. Okay? So you don't know when when you're beacon. You can't be a beacon. You don't know when you need to shine. But you ought to be shining. And it should be so easy because we live in such a, somebody even, I heard it, the world so dark yes if you ain't, if you can't shine in America today mm-hmm. <sighs> Hezekiah Hezekiah in those days was Hezekiah sick unto death most of his fathers say he had the bubonic flu that was going around at that time. Taking folks out. Taking folks out. Okay? And he was sick unto death. How about that? Right on my notes. He was on hospice. That's right. Last moments we call it. He he was in the last moments of his life. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him. Now that's a that's not a good thing. Okay. When a prophet come to you, who cannot tell a lie, who can never be wrong, okay? When the prophet come to you, the prophet Isaiah comes to you, just to make sure we know this is the right prophet, Isaiah, they put it in here, the son of Amos came unto him, came into the room, came to where he was at, and said unto him, here's all, here, here's all what the prophet said. Thus say the Lord. All caps. Thus say Jehovah. All caps. Here we go. This ain't coming from me. Isaiah saying, listen, 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 I'm just a prophet. I only do what I'm told to do. That's right. I don't make up stuff. I just do what thus say the Lord. And here's what thus say the Lord set thine house in order. Amen. Man, that's a good thing. huh that word set me get your stuff together." Okay? Now, most of us heard messages on this thing. Most of us got some disorder in our homes. We got some disorder in our houses. I don't I don't know how, how many in here how many here have a living will how many in here have funerals already set up and paid for you got you know where the money's coming for are we gonna get buried or cremated? how many have I mean, how many of us are there already? Well I'm thinking about it. let me tell you something. We all getting up out of here okay? Christine's talking about them two, two two young people that got gunned down on the south side or on the freeway. Guess what? Somebody got to pay for that funeral. Yes, yes. Okay. Cheapest cremation probably run you about 1300. Okay. We got some down Southern Ohio that you know that that's about the running price. But here's my point. Set the house in order. Yes. Amen. What's that mean? Yeah. Get some stuff done. Okay. It also can mean your physical, spiritual house. Okay. Where you at with God? How's your relationship with the Lord? Okay. How's your study of God's word? How's your missionary work? How's your faith? How's your spirit? I said something this morning. You know, I talked to Christians. They don't have no joy. Something's wrong. Let me tell you something. If you're serving the Lord and you call yourself a Christian and it's not joyful to you, and your life is not full of joy, you're doing it wrong. I'm just here to tell you. You need to make. Sure, you need to evaluate it because God didn't call us to be miserable. Amen. We're, you know such thing as a miserable saint? There's a lot of miserable church folks. Mad, just sitting in church, mad. Fist balled up. One preacher said, hey, you, you coming to church with a, with, a, with a quart of milk, you leave with a half gallon of ice cream. <laughs> so cold. <sighs> Isaiah, Hezekiah, excuse me, I, Hezekiah. Listen, let's, let's talk about this guy. Let's talk about Hezekiah on hospice, this mighty leader. How about that? The Mighty gets sick too. The Mighty gets sick too. You didn't know that? People say, "Why? Well, you know, no, the Mighty gets sick too. Here's a man, 39 years old. See? Somebody said, how do you know he's 39 years old? He was 39 years old. Right, Google? <laughs> if he wasn't He was 39 years old. How do I know he was 39 years old? Because historians say he died at 54. He died when he was 54. Mm -hmm. Now do the math. Amen. Y'all think I don't be studying. I'll be trying. Listen, listen. How old was Lazarus when he was raised from the dead? 30. 30 That's come from Cyrus. The study of the book of Cyrus said he was 30. I don't know how to just tell y'all that stuff. Let's talk about this mighty leader. This mighty leader, he's a mighty leader on earth, and you know what? God loved him, son Hezekiah. God loved him, and he served him, and God went to battle for him, and he was a mighty man of war, and he served God faithfully. How do I know? Because the Bible tells me so. The Bible tells me so. Listen. Listen to Hezekiah. Listen to his story. He's going he to get a blessing because the, the, the prophet then came into his, to his quarters and told him that he was going was gonna to die and he wasn't ready to accept that. He had work to do. He thought he had work to do. He was a servant of God. Let me, let me let the scripture talk. Let me let the scripture talk. In those days. Hezekiah was sick unto death. And the prophet. And Isaiah the prophet. The son of Amos came unto him. And said unto him. Thus say the Lord. Set thine house in order. For thou shalt die. And not live. Then Hezekiah. Turned his face. Toward the wall. And prayed unto the Lord. Don't sound like he called nobody. Don't look like he asked anybody to come and pray with him. Okay? See, sometimes prayer is personal. Amen. Sometimes you have to get with God one-on-one. Okay? You don't need to be telling nobody else, look, you know, pray for me, pray for me. I see people on, on social media, pray for me. I listen, I don't want everybody praying for me. I, I listen. I, cause I don't know who you praying to. Okay, I don't want you sitting up in Hooters. See me, see me going to cardiac arrest and start praying. I don't know who your God is. I, I do. I, I used to question people about that. I'm praying for. You. I said, Who you praying to? Are you praying to God that has a son named Jesus who was born of a virgin, walked this earth for 33 years, never committed a sin, was crucified, buried, and on the third day rose with all power. Are you praying to him? That's the one. I don't need I don't need one point seven million prayers. I'll take one from the right person who got the right God. In the right, Jesus. Amen. Now, now, now I'm now I'm 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 there. King Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall, basically saying, "Listen, listen, uh, prophet. I ain't trying to hear that." And and he prayed to the Lord. He said, "You telling me this, and I know you can't be wrong. And I know if you're wrong, they're gonna cut your head off and stone you. But I need, you know, just go ahead on going. I need to talk to God one on one." I need to talk to God. We got, you know, and and listen, God wants us to come like that.
1: See, somebody, somebody,
0: you know, you shouldn't, you you know, God, God said it. That that settles it. I don't even know if that's in the Bible. I think that's some Pentecostal made up stuff. I'm going to look that up. God said, God settled it. Because God said some stuff. Moses had his way with God. He had a word for God. Him and God talked and God changed his thoughts about some things. Huh? Hmm. Watch this. And he prayed to God. He prayed to the Lord. What did he say? What do you think he said? You don't have to think long because it's written out. You just have to keep going with this. Okay? But what did he say? I, you know, I, I've, said, I've said over the years, I've said over the years, why, why should God save you? Why should God save the child of the devil? Think about that. Why should God serve the child of the devil? Because you know, when you get out of the hospital, when you get off the IVs, all right, when they when you when they take all the tubes out of you, you're going right back to serving. There's a story of a woman, and, and, and this is this, I don't know if it was a true story or not. It was a Texas story. I'm in the country western mood today, I guess. So she was in a bar, you know, in Texas bar, and and somebody was shooting. And, and and shot her, and she was she was on the ground, she was dying, she was dying. They said call a preacher, you know, how the Western movies was. They called a the preacher, and and the preacher got down on her, talking to her, and said, "Honey, you you wanna you wanna accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, so when you die, you go to heaven." She said, "Preacher, listen, this it may be a true story. Sounds like it's true." She he said she said preacher, if I live through this. I'm going to come right back to this bar because I love dancing and drinking. Here's, here's, here's Hezekiah's answer. He prayed to the Lord and he said, remember now. He, he put some thief on the cross stuff on him. Okay? Now see, remember the thief on the cross didn't have, he didn't have no resume. The thief on the cross didn't have no rest. He already has said in Luke 22, 23, he already said, we get what we deserve. Okay? But 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 Lord, when you come into your kingdom, remember me. Because you know, I can't do a whole lot of work. I can't, I can't serve. I can't be like Hezekiah. But when you when you come into your kingdom, remember me. I, I'll, I'll sit at the door and and, and be a foot washer. <sighs> yeah, don't <forget> <sighs> And said, remember now, he's talking to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all, some of y'all don't have that kind of spiritual boldness yet. Let me tell you something, what the scriptures say. The the kingdom of God is taken by force. Alright? This this ain't no willy-nilly stuff for little pansy spaghetti back Christians. That's right. See the word the kingdom of God is taken by force. And of those born of women. There are none greater than John the Baptist. And if you know anything about John the Baptist, he was a no-nonsense, locust eaten, wool jacket-wearing preacher. Amen. And when they came to John the Baptist with all that message, they said, who, who called you, you brood of vipers? pastor you shouldn't call nobody vipers <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom of God is taken by force Hezekiah remember now O oh lord oh lord cow caps I beg you I beseech thee I beg you praying praying is begging okay you want to you get your prey on, and you want to get your prey on, you're getting, you getting before the Lord of all creation, and you're going to beg. I beg thee. Remember how I have walked before thee in truth. Let's stop there. In truth. How about that? Now, you can tell me that. You can tell me you're walking before the Lord truth because I am not omniscient. Okay? I'm not all-knowing. But when you sit here and you begging the Lord and you asking the Lord to extend your work on this earth and you say to him, I have walked before thee in truth, he, he, can, he can easily say, like he did to those guys that were going through the stone at the, at the woman caught in adultery, he could have easily said, bruh, <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Hezekiah Hezekiah was faithful He said, I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. How about that? How about that? Now, we got some ways to go, don't we? We got some ways to go. Now, now, the word perfect in the Bible is not the same word perfect we use. Because we think of perfect, like Mr. Perfect, 10 out of 10. He said, I have walked as perfectly as I could as a man in this flesh. Okay. How about that? How about that? With a perfect heart. With a perfect heart, meaning if I have sinned and and the Bible said there's none righteous, no, not one, I have confessed that thing to you. You have seen me on my knees pleading with you and praying with you to forgive me of my sins. That may be a lot of what Hezekiah was saying. Hmm. I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. Hmm. That ought ought, ought to be something we all try to do. I do. I try to do that. I try try hard to do that. Okay? I try to bring you the truth. I try to to be faithful to what God has called me to do. I try to be faithful to my wife. I try to be faithful to my children, my loved ones. I try to be faithful to my church family, my hospice family. I do. I do. That's all we can ask for. Give Give me a try. Give me an attempt. And we all fall short. Okay? Somebody said in in, in Proverbs a righteous man falleth seven times. Okay? I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and I have done that which is good in thy sight. I like that. I have done that which is good in thy sight. Okay? And Hezekiah wept sore. Now, anytime I get a chance, any anytime I'll, I'll just be honest with you. Anytime I can read Second Timothy chapter four, I just do it. Okay, I just do it. Where? And if I if I where is my Second Timothy chapter four? I know I cut it out. Here it is. Here is my Second Timothy. Chapter Four. I love 2 Timothy chapter four, starting at verse number five. Here's Hezekiah. He now, 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 Paul's work was done. Paul said, "I fought a good fight." Hezekiah said, "I, I want to fight some more." But here's Paul in 2 Timothy chapter four. I just love this. It, it, it is fast, fastly moving up the charts. It, it, it will never replace John three sixteen, but it has moved up into my top five. But watch all, but watch thou in all things. Mary, listen to me. Endure afflictions. Yeah. Do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. Here's Paul. For I am now ready to be offered in the time of my departure is at hand. Here we go. Here we go. I have fought a good fight. Are y'all fighting a good fight? Are y'all fighting a good fight? I mean, that's got to be the question. I mean, are you even putting up a fight? Or are you just sitting there taking shots to the head? Ain't even putting your hands up. Ain't, ain't doing no crunches. Paul said, I fought a good fight. That don't, that don't mean Paul didn't take no shots. I'm not saying so you're going to take some shots in a good fight. And you know, you think about some of the good fights. Some of the best fights of all time. Ollie Frazier and, and and some of them good fights. Uh, Hearns when he fought Sugar Ray Leonard. Those were great fights. It ain't no one won. They all was beat up. Cause well, so I finished my course. I have kept the faith. Okay. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not only to me, not only to me, watch this, but unto all them also that love his appearance. You ain't going to love his appearance if your house ain't in order. All right. I'm talking about your spiritual house. Okay, see, a spiritual house almost, almost like a it's almost like a. Like your regular house. You know, you can have a bad doors. You know, any, you know, you ever meet a Christian with bad doors? You know, they didn't let anybody into their world. They let anybody in. They didn't let anybody pray for them. Let anybody lay hands on them. Let they, they just roam with anybody. You, you can't roam with anybody and roam with the Lord. See, you got to a spiritual house. You got to get some better doors. Okay? I know, I know Ann and I, we didn't have to buy furnaces for our house. Normally we have to buy a furnace because it's the old one wouldn't heat up the house. See, there's some Christians that need new heaters. Amen. They just can't get hot for the Lord no more. Can't even get warm for the Lord no more. The, thing, the things of God don't even move them. You know, maybe you need a new furnace. Amen. How about that? You know, you ever meet some Christians, some Christians need a new roof. It is leaky. It is leaking, dripping all the time. They come around you. They just dripping all the time. Always oh, got some stuff going on. <laughs> drippy, drippy, leaky Christians. It's hard to sell a house with a bad roof. It's hard to sell a house with a bad roof. And roof expensive. Groover, Groover, come out. They want $40,000, $50,000. I'm like, man, you must be a... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't don't call them. See, 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 somehow it's got bad plumbing. Pipes bursting all the time. So, you know. You be the Christian. Always got something bursting. <laughs> oh, I mean, you don't need. Listen, listen. I know. I, honest, I try. It was, you know, always bursting at the, at the You know, man, you need a plumber. <sighs> Just get your house in order, just build your spiritual house in order. Fix them drafty windows. I got some windows in my house. You, you sit next to them. I say, Cindy, I don't sit in the room with Cindy and that, that family running. I sat there the other day when it was 11 and below zero. You we know, couldn't go outside. I'm like, there's wind coming through here. <laughs> you ever meet some drafty Christians? You know, just full of hot air, or cold air. They ain't talking about nothing. All oh, right, that's enough. Then ran cold. Stay with me. You know this story of Hezekiah being healed by God is found in three books of the Bible. It's found in three books of the Bible. Okay, it's found in First Chronicles. It's found in First Chronicles, chapter thirty-two, and Second Kings, chapter twenty. You know, when you find a, a same story in three books of the Bible. You know what God is saying? That's important. That's important. And in, in 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 Isaiah thirty-eight four, God is coming back to Isaiah. He had heard this man's faithful prayer. He had heard this, the intensity of his prayer. He had seen the sincerity of his prayer. And then Isaiah thirty eight four. Then the word, then came the word to the Lord of the Lord to Isaiah, saying, "Now Isaiah, Isaiah is leaving the building, leaving the castle, wherever the king lived. He's leaving the castle." And thirty eight five says, "Go and say to Hezekiah." Thus say the Lord, the God of David, thy father. Just in case Isaiah was hearing voices. Okay. I have heard thy prayers. He's telling this to Hezekiah. I have heard thy prayers. I have seen thy tears. Behold. I will add unto thy days Fifteen years. How about that? How about that? I like I like Second Kings. Second Kings just put a little more flavor in it. Second Kings 25. Same same story. But here's how it's said in Second Kings 25. Turn again. Talk to the prophet. Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people. How about that? Thus say the Lord, the God of David, thy father. Huh? I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee. And on the third day, how about that? On the third day, thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord. Now let me let me explain that a little bit. What's happening there? He said on the third day. Now that's prophetic. Okay, you see third day, you know what it means, third day. I'm not talking about the, the Christian music group the third, called himself Third Day. I'm talking about the third day. We know what happened on the third day. What did Jesus say? He said, you destroyed his temple. And on the third day, I will rise again. Mm-hmm. So all the people knew. There wasn't no secret. They all knew Hezekiah was sick. They all knew this great captain of the army, this great man of God, this great military man was sick unto death. They probably already had the funeral plans going. Okay? And he told them, on the third day, thou shalt go up into the house of the Lord. Imagine that. Imagine King Hezekiah walking into the house of the Lord on the third day, fully restored. Fully restored. Let's talk about prayer just for a second. Just for a second. Dick and Jeremy, you ever if you ever want to do another another series? I thought about it. I didn't put your name in here. You ever want to do another Wednesday night series? Just 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 Google. Go online, wherever you want. Look up the great prayers of the Bible. There's so many great prayers in the Bible. So many great prayers in the Bible that we can learn from. Because I, I, I you ought to want to be a great prayer. You ought to want to be a great prayer, and I don't mean go to, to Barnes and Nobles and buy. You know, some of the I, I see some of the chaplains they show up, and they got a they got a book with prayers. I'm like, you got a book with prayers? Uh-huh. No, no, prayer. Prayers come from the heart and from the soul. Prayers, prayers to God can't be scripted. Amen. Pray. Every prayer should have. Four or five things in it is when you start them off. There ought ought to be adoration. There ought to be adoration. Adoration means there ought to be love for God. There ought to be respect and worship and reverence for God in every prayer. There ought to be forgiveness. We ought to be asking God for forgiveness in every prayer. Every time we go to pray, we ought to ask God for forgiveness. That'll that'll, that'll help us confess our sins, won't it? That'll help us. We sit here, well, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. If we pray right, he's faithful and just. Repentance ought to be in every prayer, thanksgiving ought to be in every prayer. How about that? In everything, give thanks. Some have a hard time giving thanks. And then we had the Lord's Prayer. Let's look at a couple of them. Let's look at a prayer where adoration and praise is, is offered up to God. Look at, look at Hannah. You don't have to write them down. Hannah in, in, in 1 Samuel 2.1. You don't even remember, remember Hannah. We talked about a little bit on Wednesday. Hannah couldn't have a baby. She wanted a child. She wanted a child so bad she got to the point. She said, listen, if you give me a child, I'll give him back to you. How about that? That's deep, ain't it? You give me a baby and I'll give it back to you. Here's her prayer. And Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hannah can't have a baby. You think you think she'd be mad. You think she'd be angry. Oh, this is a whole different level, huh, of of, 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 of salvation, of love for God. She, she, Her circumstances didn't change her love for God. And Hannah prayed. And Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. Start, start your prayer off like that. Start your prayer off like that. Next time you pray, Deacon Jeremy, you get down there. Start it off like that. My heart rejoices in the Lord. And she says, my horn is exalted. In the Lord, the horn and the horn in the Old Testament was an emblem of power. You will see some of the women of that day have a, a little emblem on their foreheads, and Hannah is saying that my horn is exalted in the Lord. The horn represented power. She said, "My power is only exalted in the Lord." See, we 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 want we want DC power. We want Washington power. We want the Republican power and the House of Representative power and the Senate power. And we, 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 no, no, no. As men and women of God, all the power that we get, we offer it to God because we know where we got it from. He says, she says, my horn is exalted in the Lord. Watch this. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies. Got a problem with your enemies? My heart, my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. Why? Because I rejoice in thy salvation. That's Hannah's prayer. Let me give you one more verse out of Hannah. There is none holy as the Lord. (laughs) For there is none beside thee. How about that? Neither is there any rock like our God. Can you pray like Hannah? Can you pray like Hannah? Can you pray like Daniel? Remember Daniel? Remember Daniel? They said, Daniel, stop praying. Stop praying, or you're going to go into the lions' Then Get out of here. Care about no lions? Care about no lions? She, you know, he, 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 he was like lions and tigers and bears. I didn't care about no lions. Put me in there. Remember I always say, when, you, when they took Daniel to the, to the lion's den, it wasn't like taking me. Okay? If you take me to the lion's then you'll see two tracks in the sand <laughs> where they dragging me. <laughs> Daniel probably was walking in front of them. Remember when Jesus was going to, 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 to Jerusalem to die? And the Bible said he was set like flint. I mean, he was walking ahead of the apostles. Okay? For the joy that was set before him. Come on, man. Jesus wasn't scared of going to the cross. All y'all sitting here, oh, poor Jesus on the cross. All those thorns had to hurt. Listen. Stop making Jesus out to be like us. He wasn't like us. He knew what that was going to happen to him. We wouldn't even win. Jesus told him, he said, when I go to Jerusalem, they're going to spit on me, they're going to beat me, they're going to mock me, they're going to put a crown of thorns on my head, they're going to put a purple robe on me, they're going to put something in my hand, they're going to beat me, spit on me, and then they're going to crucify me and bury me, but on the third day. That's deep, ain't it? That's deep. On the third day, I'm going to rise. I'm not just going to rise. I'm going to rise how? With all power. Here's Daniel. Here's Daniel. I'm not going to get through all these. Here's Daniel's prayer for forgiveness. Okay? Somebody, somebody talk about forgiveness this morning. Here's, here's Daniel's pray for, prayer for prayer forgiveness. Here he goes. Daniel 9.3. Okay? Here's Daniel. Now, now, now this is, what's odd about this, and I've said this before, Daniel, you, you, you look through your Bible, you see you can find Daniel sinning. And remember, I always would say, I was glad when they said, God said, David was a man after my own heart. Because if he said Daniel was a man after my own heart, we have some problems. Okay, because we don't we can we can, we can we can reason with David. Amen. Okay, David was David liked the women. He had adultery, Bought baby out of wedlock. He killed some people. Counted the people. David did some stuff. We can say, well, you know, David was I can I can understand David. Amen. Well, you ain't finding nothing on Daniel. Uh uh-uh. uh You ain't finding nothing on Daniel. Daniel like, I didn't eat the wine. I didn't eat the steaks. I I, I didn't bow down. I told my three Hebrew boys, don't y'all bow down. You know, Daniel would have been a hard sell. Here's Daniel, chapter three, chapter nine, verse three. He said, I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. What did I just say? Prayer is serious. Stop telling folks. Stop telling folks you're going to pray for them. This is what this lesson did to me. This lesson really, really messed with me. Stop telling folks you're going to pray for them unless you're willing to really get down in the nitty gritty. You know, because, you know, you brother know, tell me, listen, I'm going to think about you. I think that would be better for us to say. Somebody say, you know, my, my cousin going through, my brother going through, my wife going through. Pray for my wife. And you say, I'm going to pray for her. Don't say that. Let's say, I'm going to think about her. Just say I'm gonna think about her while I'm at Golden Corral. There ain't gonna be no fasting. There ain't gonna be no sackcloth and ashes. I think about her while I'm in line at Starbucks getting my mocha. See, we fake with our prayers. All right, we ain't right. We ain't right. I'm just. I, and I, listen, listen. I'm sitting down here. I'm just because I'm just as guilty as the guiltiest person in here. i pray for you. And, 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 and see the person two weeks later and be like, oh, I told her I was going to pray for him. I ain't Hezekiah. I ain't perfect like that. Watch Daniel. Watch Daniel's prayer. He said, verse 4, and I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, oh, Lord, The great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that set his commandments, that keep his commandments. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled even by departing from the precepts and from thy judgments. Daniel, Daniel, ain't do none of that. But you know what Daniel said? If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, whatever, and seek my face, okay? See, see what Daniel's saying is if, if, if one Israelite did it, we're all guilty. How about that? He's, not, he's saying we and us. That's a heavy, heavy, heavy prayer. Let me give you one more. I'm gonna let y'all go. I I, I could I could stick around forever with this, but I think we we talked about the prayer of of forgiveness and the prayer of praise and adoration. Here's David. Here's David. The prayer of Thanksgiving. Add Thanksgiving in your prayer. You Want to be a great prayer warrior when you you first first test how much you adore the Lord? Okay, the Lord is is my shepherd. I shall not want. Then you then you want to then you want to, then you wanna get down to where we are asking God for forgiveness. Alright? Now we want to say thank you, Lord. Now you want to say thank you, Lord. Here's David in, in Psalms 30. Here's David saying thank you. Okay? Now, now David is saying thank you, really, because David, you know, David David was a warrior. Okay. David thanked God for not killing people. David had a temper. Remember, remember that what was the man's name? David was protecting all his cattle and everything. Nabal. Okay? And and, and Nabal's wife knew this. She knew David was protecting, keeping the the, the vagrants off his land and everything. And David told told Nabal's wife, you know, bring us some food. We we, we on the run, bring us some food. And she she went to Nabal and and Nabal said, I ain't bringing him nothing. I ain't bringing him nothing. And the Bible said he died suddenly. <laughs> that wasn't in my notes. Um, so here's David. Watch David in Psalm 31. He says, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up. And have has not made my foes to rejoice over me. That's 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 some heavy stuff, ain't it? Amen. I, I I'm I'm just telling you. What? Let me read that again, real slow. I will extol thee, okay? I will praise thee, O Lord. Why, David? For thou has lifted me up. David knew where. David knew where his power came from. David didn't lift himself up. David never took credit for killing the giant or the bear or the lion. He said, the God of Israel. God was, God was David's king, God was David's Lord. He take credit for nothing. He says, He says, O Lord my God, verse 2, I cried unto thee, I cried unto thee true prayer, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought me up my soul from the grave. Thou has kept me alive that I should not go down into the pit. How about that? Psalms 30. Psalms 30. Listen, not close. I have plenty more, but I'm fine. God answers prayers. James, James 5.16 says, The effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous avail of much. We want our loved ones to come to church I don't, you know what, I I, I want my loved ones to get saved. I want God, let me, wait a minute, back back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. I want God to save my loved ones, okay? I don't want them to get saved, because if they get saved, they can get unsaved. But if God saves them, God gonna keep them, okay? So I want God to do a miraculous thing, okay? I, I I I don't need no miracles, I don't need, I don't need, you know, I don't need a, 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 Afro, so I can braid it all up and dread. I don't need all that. Okay? You need a miracle. I don't need a miracle. I, I, the greatest miracle known to man. Y'all know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Salvation! Amen. That's it! Because, again, like Hezekiah, is appointed on the man what? Wants to, to die, and after that, the judgment. Amen. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. God keep y'all. Amen. Let's pray. Precious Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being great. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you for being a God that gives us the power to forgive others like you have forgiven us. And then, most of all, Father God, thank you for not letting us stay in the pit. You called us out of darkness. Enter your marvelous life, Father God. Now give us give us power, Father God, so that we can shine. So that we can go out into a dark and dusty, cruel world and declare, thus say the Lord. Lord, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Amen.